UPS is currently hiring package handlers for its preload operation. Earn $13 an hour and receive up to $250 in weekly attendance bonuses while working up to a career as a package car driver. In as little as six months, you could have an opportunity to connect with customers and build lasting relationships in the community. Future you looks good in brown. Apply now at upsjobs.com or text brown to 33588. That's brown to 33588. Bluegrass Karting and Events now has the fastest go-karts in Kentucky and axe throwing. Grab your co-workers, family, and friends and make a night of it with our new full bar and food menu. Bluegrass Karting and Events is Louisville's premier high-speed entertainment destination online at bluegrasskarting.com. The views or opinions expressed on this show are those of the producers and or persons appearing on this show. They do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Union Broadcasting or ESPN Louisville. Welcome, welcome in. Wake Up 502 is the main event sports show. Derby City Game Day 93.9 The Ville. We are coming to you an hour earlier than normal. As you guys know, I did send out uh, information on Twitter as well as Facebook letting you guys know uh, to join us for a special time, 10 to 11 this morning as we count you down to University of Louisville pregame show. Louisville EKU coming to uh, to you at noon. So uh, we are uh, jumping ahead a little early. I believe it's, it's Marcus and Steve on the pregame this morning. Uh, so Mitch says Marcus. And so I hope you guys are listening. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, we heard what you said. And we're going to take care of that. With look the, ahead. You look, know what I'm saying? I done told you when an older person say look ahead. I mean, they got something important to say. Okay. <laughs> the Notorious B.I.G. came out with a song that's called What's Beef. Man. <laughs> Dude, do you hear me? You know what I'm saying? No, but, uh, but, but really, we got so much to get into. A wonderful, wonderful Saturday morning. Uh, so many things to talk about. University of Louisville goes down uh, up in MSG. Uh, we have to talk about that, find out what's going to happen next. I got the opportunity to see one of University of Louisville's newest signees, J.J. Trainer at Tra- uh, Trinity High School last night. So I'm going to talk about that and what I saw from that young man, the, of course, the son of former Louisville great Jason Osborne. Um, so I, I, I want to check him out. Of course, Lamar Jackson on Thursday Night Football did his thing as they continue their winning ways um, and so many more things to get into. Um, you know, of course, 502-8150-939 is to call in. I love interaction. Uh, please give a call if you have thoughts about the basketball team, if you have questions in recruiting, if you have thoughts on the football team or anything else. I, you know, I, I, I don't care what it is. We can even talk Texas 
uh, football if you want to. I don't care. Uh, Main Event Sports Show loves it all, everything local and national. Of course, you can text us in as well, 502-3831-939. But we will be the pre-pre-game show. That's what we're going to do. Let's do it. Um, So let's first of all, before we look forward, we got to look back and, uh, you know, talk about the University of Louisville uh, for the first time in its history, or not since in its history, since 1944. Okay, so the first time in the modern era of basketball where they actually carried that title of the number one team for two consecutive weeks. Okay, it's the first time since 44 they held it the last four weeks uh, of the regular season back in 44. Um, the University of Louisville goes up to Madison Square Garden. They take on um, the, uh, the national runner-up uh, Texas Tech uh, Red Raiders. Uh, up there in MSG, up in the Mecca. Yes, um, they, they fell a little bit short, um, a lot short uh, in, in many people's opinions. And uh, Cart Nation kind of melted down and kind of lost their minds. And, and you know, we, we kind of talked about last week, you know, that when you carry that number one banner, when that number one target is on your back, everybody is going to give you their best shot. And Billy, um, I don't know, and, and every anybody who knows that's William. I, I call him Billy. That's that's you know we, we go way back. We go back to red light, green light. So you know yeah, sometimes yeah. I call him Billy. Way back like a racetrack. Yeah, you you better believe it. Um, so you know, to me it seemed like that bright stage was a little bit much for the Cardinals on Tuesday night. What did you think about what happened? Well, I'll say this, and I, as long as people have been knowing that when you are the number one seed, the people are going to be gunning for you. You would think by now people would learn some workarounds to keep for, to, from falling to, for the fit pitfalls of being number one. Uh, so much so that I've been hearing things about, you know, that not just, you know, Chris Mack, but also the players were kind of getting full of themselves about being number one. Uh, and that, that you, the humility that comes along with being dethroned uh, – can sometimes be avoided if you just find ways to humble yourself. Yes, and keep that work ethic there to realize, you know. And that, that in my opinion, comes from coaching. Like you got to remind these guys, look, we still have work to do. Absolutely. Okay, so you go out here th- uh, underestimating your opponent on any given night, you're going to lose. Okay, or it can mm-hmm. lead to a loss. So it uh, it takes a lot to keep yourself grounded. When you when you're in that number one spot, well, and you know that they can always say you know act like you've been there before, but right. literally Louisville hadn't been there before. Chris Mack had not been there before, so you know I, I think that everybody was excited well, about Louisville, it. Louisville had been there before. With they, these guys, yeah, you know, right, no, right. No, nobody that's a part of this this program right, has, has really reached those heights, uh, including the coaching staff. So I, I think that it was new for everybody. Right. I think you get out there, the Jimmy V, the bright lights in New York City, the house that Mike Jordan said was his favorite. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. Theater, you know, up there in M- 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 MSG. So you get up there, everything kind of goes crazy. Uh, you know, of course, the easy guy to point to is Darius Perry, um, the, you know, the, the leader, the quarterback, the, the starting point guard for the University of Louisville. Um, lost his composure. I mean, at the end of the day, um, he was so bad, he only got about 15 minutes of action because every time he got on the court, the young man was a hot, flaming dumpster fire. Right. And, right. and, and you know what? I give Darius all the credit in the world. He has improved his game. He has improved in so many areas as far as his calm and the way he's running the team and not trying to do too much. But he took a backslide. He looked like last year's Darius Perry. Right. Okay, he got out there. The cameras were on him. He probably saw Jay-Z sitting on the front row and lost his mind. Yeah, <laughs> and, that you know. stuff matters, man. It's uh, When you're on a different stage, you know, in front of a different crowd that you're not accustomed to, 
in terms of the hype behind yes. it, you know, and who's there in the crowd, people underestimate how much that plays into it. Absolutely, you yeah. know, it's uh, it can make all the difference in the world. And, and I think that there's there's it's not all about blaming Darius. I think there's plenty of blame to go around. I think there's plenty of blame. Oh, it's more than enough blame uh, to go I mean, around. No, there's not a single person who can be pointed to for this loss. I'm sorry. I mean, Stephen Enoch had had a great game, and I thought Malik Williams played well. But outside of the big men, I don't think anybody else played. Uh, particularly well right. in, in that game. Those guys had a, had a mismatch, and when they were able to get the ball down low, um, they exploited it. Now let's let's not also let's not take any credit away from Texas Tech. Absolutely not, because they came to play. They were hungry. Yeah, they were hungry. Starving. They came to play, and they you know they 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 showed and proved. You know, so you know, oftentimes we want to say. You know, our team lost the game. Yes. But Texas Tech won that game. Absolutely. And this is a team that was hungry. They lost three in a row. Right. Okay, so they needed a big win. They, they saw did. number one out there. <laughs> number one, look, you're number one. People, listen, okay. That's their season right there. That's your seat. Listen, not your seat. That may, that may you as you know, for teams yes. like Texas Tech or small, even smaller, especially smaller teams, um, Evansville, for, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> to throw out a name. Yeah, right, right. To throw out a name. Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, yeah. Do you imagine how, listen, their grandkids are going to be hearing about this? Absolutely. You, know oh, you, you knock off number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that exactly. lives forever. 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 So, look. Everybody wants to be famous. And, and we all know Texas Tech has more, definitely more of a history than, than Evansville. Yes. But, uh, you know, going back to the, um, what's the movie? Wasn't that Texas Tech? Glory no, that, that, that was Texas Western. Texas Western. The UTEP. That was okay. UTEP. Um, so, you know, you, you, you are going to hear about this forever. Yes. Okay, as you should. Well, and that's the thing. That's why being number one, you have to be like King Solomon. You have to be able to understand that everybody is going to be at your borders. Everybody. Everybody's going to be on the attack. Everybody's going to be coming and giving you their best. And I think that's why it was good for Louisville to go through that because at least now you understand. Better now than March. Absolutely. We all we all know that. Better now than yes. March. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? I think at the end of the day, Darius Perry is going to be fine. Me personally, um, from what I saw from him, and this is what I figured would happen at some point this season, Darius Perry is a guy who is motivated by emotion. He's a guy who's very passionate on the basketball court. He's a guy who's going to go out there and give you everything. He's going to rip his heart out and leave it on the floor. Okay, He's going to give you everything you have. What I don't like about that as my point guard, I believe that the point guard has to be a guy who's going to be steady, a guy who's going to be a coach on the floor, and a guy who's going to calm everybody else down. And it's very difficult for me to have a point guard who is so emotionally driven as my leader because I need somebody who's going to be the same guy every day. That's the thing I loved about Kristen Cunningham last year right. is that Kristen was going to give you exactly the same thing every day. He knew who he was. He knew what he needed to do for his team. He was never going to get too high. He was never going to get too low. His, his uh, facial expressions never changed, and I thought that is big for that team. Now, for Louisville – I don't think Darius Perry is the point guard. And that's not to say he does not have a place um, in that starting rotation. In my personal opinion, I think that A, Ryan McMahon, while he's done some excellent things, he's improved a ton defensively, he's not on the court to be a defensive stopper. And the last three games versus three very physical defensive teams, when you talk about Michigan, you talk about Pittsburgh, and you talk about Texas Tech, Ryan struggled to get his shot off. Okay, and that's to be expected versus very good defensive, long, athletic guards. Okay, that's going to happen. And teams know that he's one of the best shooters in America, so it's going to be difficult for him to get a shot off. What I believe Louisville should do, I think you slide Darius Perry 
from that point guard spot to that starting two guard spot. Okay, allow him to not have to worry about getting the team involved. Let him stay in attack mode. Be in attack mode on defense. Be in attack mode on offense. Just look to score the ball. Use your considerable gifts to get into the lane, make things happen. What you do is you take the Louisville product, the freshman, David Johnson, and you input him into that starting lineup. He's 6'5", 6'6", very athletic, very smart, very steady. His expression doesn't change. He's not a guy who's overly emotional, and he's a guy who knows and wants the ball in those spots. Right. He's young. He's going to make mistakes. I know Coach Mack mentioned in his uh, in his press uh, conference yesterday that, you know what, David is going to make mistakes because he's a freshman. I have an issue with him and Sam because of their defensive lapses, but I'm sorry, Coach. You have to set that down. Let your freshman learn because you're not going to get any better if you're not playing. Very true. You know, you let David get out there. Let him go through his lumps. You allow him and Perry to be your backcourt along with Sutton, Wara, and Enoch, and you get this team ready for March now. Because in my opinion, while Perry and McMahon are great players, I don't think you can reach the pinnacle that you want to with those guys as your starters. Well, look, that's something that has to be considered. There's something that has to be considered. Everybody knows me, me being the NBA fan that I am. I said for years, as long as Anderson Verzhal is on the Cleveland Cavaliers, they will never <laughs> win a championship. Never. So talent wins. They changed. They traded him to none other than Golden State, and that's who they beat in the finals. Anderson Verzhal was on Golden State's team. Yeah. When Cleveland beat Anderson Verzhal, he just couldn't get it together. He, yes, he was a, a, a weak link in the chain. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, when you have a guy like Samuel Williamson, you got a guy like David Johnson, you got to let these kids get on the court. Well, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite terms to use is the best opportunity to win. And you have to consider who gives you the best opportunity to win, and that's who you need to have on the court. That's who you need to have on the field uh, when, you, when you're playing. It's, uh, it's a matter-of-fact type of thing. And, and, the, and if that person you see uh, that you're taking out you think has a lot more potential either at another position or they're still being groomed for something else yes. uh, or, or in that same position, then you start working on that behind the scenes. But game, come game time, you need to have the people on the court who give you the best opportunity to win. And for all intents and purposes, David Johnson, from everything that I got, was going to be the starting point guard before he got hurt. He hurt his shoulder in, you know, in, in pre-camp, you know, went down, he got, you know, and, and it happened. So to me, he was going to be the guy anyway. Yes, he got slow, but he's back. He's been, he's, I believe he's played in seven games now. To me, you allow him to make his mistakes. Because you know what? Those defensive rotations, the speed of the game, he's not going to get better at that by sitting on the bench and right. watching. You're going right. to have to get caught up to the speed of the game at some point. I've heard some people say that, you know what? They should let David be the point. Let uh, Sam Williamson be the two and have both of those guys in the starting lineup. I don't know if I'm ready to go there yet because I like what Darius Perry does in terms of his ball pressure. Um, defensively, Louisville was fine. On Tuesday night, it was all about the offense, which was completely disjointed. So, uh, you know, if you want to talk about that, please give us a call 502-8150-939. I'd love to hear your thoughts um, on that. Of course, we're going to uh, look towards uh, the Cardinal showdown with the governors. Of course, Louisville pregame uh, with uh, Steve and Marcus will be coming up at 11 o'clock. Let um, me say this. Yes, sir. Okay. Never upset the man with the microphone in his hand. I like that. Y'all know I'm a DJ. And I, I put together the music for this show. So I decided, after hearing about all this beef, you know what I'm saying, from <laughs> early in the week, every single song that's taking us in to our breaks and bringing us back from our breaks. Historic beef records. You know what I'm saying? I like it. I went there I like with it. it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I went there. Then, then you know what? We're going to go ahead and hit this first break. Mr. Maven, 
This is I'm, I'm still calling Mr. Mason. It's not Absolutely. You know? <laughs> See, Rocky and Haven, you know, they bet, so they can go at it. Yeah. Mr. Marcus. Maven, the, these are all for you. Understand that, please. <laughs> hey, you know what? You listen to 93.9 The Ville, Derby City Game Day. Rashawn William taking care of you this morning, the main event sports show. Hey, we'll be back. Come back listen, in. Listen, there is no beef record. Hey, hit him up. That Tupac hit. Listen, <laughs> you, you can't talk about beef. That is the worst beef record ever made. The most hey, intense. Pac went in too hard listen. on that one. I was like, hold on, fellas. Hey, hold on, it was man. A little Slow bit down. Too much, right? <laughs> but that's where we at now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's too late to go up. back. That's what, where we at. Welcome to the beef edition. Yeah, I mean. Of Let's the main event sports show. <laughs> 93.9 DeVille taking care of you. The palatial studios of 93.9. And it's going down here in the building. Rashawn William. And uh, you know what? Just shouting out to our guys that's going to be doing the pregame show. Steve, Marcus, I hope you're listening. Yeah, we hope so. I, and I just want to let y'all know that, that Brother William is in here. He's got his fatigue hat on, turned back this morning. You know what I'm saying? He's ready. Look, I'm scrappy dude. We both got the black hoodies on, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if y'all y'all used to watch cartoons, and yo, I'm I'm scrappy dude. I'm the one. Look, Rocky and Haven had to hold me. Oh, let me at him. Let me at him. They was like, no, no, just chill out, man. I was like, put him up. That is hilarious. That's awesome. That is awesome. (laughs) But, hey, uh, I just want to give a big shout-out, of course, uh, to our wonderful sponsor, Chef's Cut Pizzeria, 9901 LaGrange Road, Chef John Rayleigh, the man, the myth, the legend, the architect behind the Kentucky Hot Brown Pizza. If you have not had the opportunity to get out there to Chef's Cut, we continue to talk about it. Go out there. Do yourself a favor because once you do it once – it, it, it's almost like those chips that say once you eat one, yeah. you can't just eat just one. You're gonna have like seven, eight pizzas. Well, here, here's the I'm thing. I'm telling you, I, I I usually go twice a year. Yes, only for the reasons of you know me trying to monitor my caloric intake. Yes, uh, I go Father's Day weekend and I go on my birthday, which is next week. Okay. So, and Chef was expecting me out there next week. I get a call from some of my coworkers who know I love Chef's Cut. This is mm-hmm. this past Tuesday. Shout out to my my homeboys, Theron and Jeff and Richard. He's like, oh, hey, 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 Billy, <laughs> we, we better go out to your spot, man. You down? And I'm talking about no arm twisting. And, yeah, sure, sure. I'm on my way. Right. You know, it's like, you know what I mean. And I went out there for the lunch buffet, man. Yes. And I caught wreck. You understand lunch what I'm buffet, people. You heard what he said. Every weekday lunch yeah, buffet. Yeah, it's been a rough week for me on, <laughs> on the plate, man. It's been real rough. We had all kind of luncheons at work, and I went to Chef's Cut Lunch Buffet. This oh, week. I'm telling you, go out there, get you some of those habanero wings or the Jamaican jerk rub wings. Yes, are amazing as well. Fifty cent wings on Wednesday, so that's always a great day to go oh, out. They gosh, got hip hop on. So Fridays. Um, so, I mean, 9901C, make sure you do yourself a favor. Go out there to Chef's Cup Pizzeria. They are a great friend of the show. Um, hopefully, we'll get Chef John on here within the next week or so so we can see what's going on with Chef. He's always got things going on. The man jet sets around the country. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, you know, he, he is he is an active chef, okay? So, he's out there. He, he uh, does competition testing, um, taste testing, things of that nature. Um, so, the man knows what he's doing. So, if you want culinary 
artistry well, he's on a, a pizza. He's an executive chef, so yes. let's just put it that way. Culinary yeah. artistry on a pizza. Right. Go out there to Chef's Cup Pizzeria. It's the real deal. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Um, but you know what? Getting back in um, to what we were talking about before the break, number one, Louisville goes down up in Madison Square Garden in New York at the Jimmy V Classic. They weren't able to get it done, but I think they learned a lot. Um one thing that I was very interested in knowing is, um, you know, people talk about all the um, veterans on this team. To me, I think Chris Mack is making a fatal flaw right now. And this is the one issue and the bone that I have to pick with Coach Mack uh, in everything that's happened. Do you think because he has these guys that have been through the wars, been through the, the system for a year, we haven't seen hide nor hair of many of the freshmen. Louisville had one of the top five ranked recruiting classes coming into this season and we heard about the super six and and these guys we know Jalen Weathers is sitting out for the year but we heard about Josh Nickelberry and Samuel Williamson and David Johnson do you think that Chris Mack is holding the reins a little too tight right now with the freshmen um I, I of course on the surface you can say yes but I don't know what he's saying behind the scenes to make him we're not in practice make that exa- well right you know that's very true but I, you know, I, I just don't know because and I, I'm, I'm being so hesitant to speak on this is because I know Louisville fans. This is what we're so used to. You know, this is what we're so used to uh, with the previous regime under, under uh, Coach Rick Pitino is that the freshmen are not going to get any play. So but I, and I, I'm so reluctant to speak on it because I don't want to suggest that that's what we're in for. Uh, yes. I'm hoping that's not what we're in for. Who the best opportunity to win? That's who needs to be on the court. And if there if there's a freshman who's that person, he needs to be on the court. I, the only thing I worry about is that Chris Mack, for, uh, to be a young coach, the one thing that I think he has to be wary of, I know that you like your upperclassmen, I know you like guys who uh, know your system and know what you're doing, but you don't want to start to get that moniker of the guy that won't play freshman. Well, that, that's, and, and that's what exactly worries what me. I, exactly what I'm stating, and I, I, don't, I know that's what we were so used to. Yes. As much as we with didn't Rick like Pitino, it. With Rick Pitino, with Denny Crum. With Denny, yeah, so I, and I, 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 I don't want to even – it worries Suge- me. Yeah, yeah, it know, worries me. You got Sammy Williamson. I know. I know you know, know you got a McDonald's All American. You got a David Johnson that everybody was so high on and talking so much about. And now you know when it gets into live fire bullets, Coach Max like you know David Johnson. I'm gonna tell you there was a point in the second half. David Johnson had just come into the game at about the 10, 10 minute mark. Okay, ten nine and a half minute mark. And they had about three times up and down the court. The first time down the court. Uh, after a very shaky first half, he only played about two and a half minutes in the first half, uh, turned the ball over, shot a wild jump shot, shot an air ball, got beat on defense twice. Right. Okay, Really struggled in the first half. Second half, came back in, was much more composed, had a couple of good defensive possessions, came down the lane, got fouled, knocked down his two free throws, started to get comfortable. You can always tell when guys get some confidence because they kind of puff their chest out, right. You know, maybe do the shoulder shimmy a little bit. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, David might be ready to take this game over. He's looking like he's right. about to get into it. And literally, as soon as he shot the second free throw, Coach Mack pulled him out of the game, set him on the bench, and did not play the rest of the game. Yeah, It, it was and not a good look. I will say that. That I, was rough for me because I feel like that was a turning point of the game. He he opts for Fresh Kimball, the, the transfer, okay? And Fresh comes out. I believe he had a layup. He had one shot. One Other than that, you, you know, could have sent the Amber Alert out for him because the kid was missing. Right. Okay, so, like – to me, I thought that was a strategic error. I think that's something where Coach Mack is going to have to learn to let his young horses run. And a momentum killer. 
Absolutely. And a momentum killer. Because so, I, I, to me, I just didn't know what the reason was for him taking him out. When I see the young man make a couple right. of good plays, I don't, uh, you know, and I think it was just the fact he is not trusting those freshmen yet. Yeah. Hey, listen. In my opinion. Know, Satif- I mean, uh, uh, Chris Mack is fam. He's yes. fam. You know, I have declared that. But you know we we ha- we we also have to give as as much as you're saying. Yes. Now I want you to to dial into what you're saying. Now he has to give those freshmen opportunities to make mistakes. Absolutely. In the same breath, we have to give Chris Mack the opportunity to make mistakes as well. Absolutely. And this is his first time. Like I said, this is his first time right. he's had a number one team. I think he was feeling the pressure just like everybody else. It was one of those games where you can always tell if you if you've played ball or played sports at any level, there's always sometimes. You know, where you get out there and it's a game where just nothing's going right. And right. it just, regardless of whatever you try to do, it just seems, you know, <laughs> it's like when the young man Chris Clark hits the 20, you know, 24, 25 foot three pointer with Malik Williams draped all over him. And he hits a fadeaway three. And it's in a, in a it's at a point where it's a four point game. Louisville's got the momentum and this kid hits this shot. Sometimes you have games like that. You do. Where you just, you just got to chalk it up to, hey, it's not our day. Um, but I, I think that Chris Mack was feeling the pressure with that. But I, I was very happy to hear him say we have to kind of let him play through that. So I would hope. I don't know if David would be the starter for the game here at noon uh, that, that you could, of course, hear the pregame for here on 939 DeVille uh, starting at 11 with Marcus and Steve. I don't know if he's going to start David today, but I would love to see that happen. Now, the reason why I opted, because I know a lot of people said, hey, why would you say take out? Ryan McMahon. Ryan McMahon's been playing well. He's played improved defensively. He's doing this. He's doing that. I'm going to tell you one of the main reasons why is because Darius Perry, like we've talked about, is an emotional creature. And the thing that I would worry about, if I set Darius on the bench and bench him after a rough game up in New York, I think that gets into his psyche. And he's a guy that I feel benching could affect his play. No, I guess. And I don't want that. Where Ryan McMahon, I don't think Ryan would care. Like, Ryan is going to be the same dude starting off the bench. He's going to come in. He knows his job. He's going to give you everything he's got. I don't think that's going to bother him. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. Um, I'm very, very excited to watch this team bounce back. Every time Louisville gets an opportunity to come on the court, it's an opportunity to grow. Um, so, you know, if you have any thoughts on that, 8150-939, give us a call. I do want to let you know that uh, our main man uh, texted in. He said, better late than never. Don't turn the dial from the main event. Yes, indeed. So, yes, you know indeed. what? We definitely appreciate the, the the shout out every morning. So, you know, we, we got our dedicated listener out there that makes sure to send us that text. Uh, and, you know, definitely don't turn that dial from the main event. Uh, but I did want to talk about, uh, you know, the basketball. We know Louisville's going to win today. Um, so it is yeah, what see, it is. Now that's that attitude at least. Eastern, to see, no, that's no, no, true. See, no, you know no, what? No. See that, that that's probably how they came out feeling the other night against Absolutely. Texas Tech. But I will say this. After losing Texas Tech, Eastern Kentucky is okay. going to get the beat down. Let, today. Well, let's say I'm gonna put look, that on paper right now. I'm the now. kind of person. Look, I don't like speaking anything to existence. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna say we hope that Louisville is gonna come down, come out today and show their stuff. They better. They better. That sounds even better because they're gonna get that heat. Yes, indeed. On Wednesday night, yes, if it indeed. does not happen, and for those that don't know, Main Event Sports TV Live is back. Wednesday nights, Encore on 4th, that's 630 South 4th Street. Some people know it as Cunningham. Some people uh, knew it as Cunningham. Some people knew it as Set Set. on 4th, right across from the Palace. Now it is Encore. Uh, They have great things going on. Come out. Check out the main event sports show. Josh Minkins Jr., the uh, superstar from Ballard High School, will be having his signing party live. This Wednesday night. Wednesday night. This Wednesday night. Okay, come out starting at around 6 o'clock or so. You want to get in there early because I anticipate it being packed. 
Very okay? much so. Come out, meet the main event sports show. Come out, shake hands with Josh. There's going to be several of the local high school athletes, I feel, that's going to come out there and be a part of this from what I'm hearing. Josh came out to our very first inaugural show last Wednesday to Encore, uh, sat down with us, chatted for a little bit. Very respectful young man, very intelligent young man, very motivated young man. Now, let me say this about that inaugural show at Encore. Yes. Okay? If you have not visited the Main Event Sports Show page, the Facebook page, to check out the video from the inaugural show, the very first show at Encore, yes, you are missing out on quite a treat. Hey. Quite a treat. It was an excellent show. Hey, our I'm gonna put this out here. Rail, our main man Rail opened up the show with a freestyle with the live band. That we we had are the only up. sports show in the city Listen. that has their own band. What did, what, what did Jack Spade say? And I'm gonna get you something. Hey, every superhero's got to have his theme music. Got to have his theme music. Absolutely. A live band. The, what was the four deadly venom? Shout out the to deadly the, venom. The, the deadly venom. Yes, indeed. The deadly venoms is the main event sports band. This is the live band. It's a set, we have a, a set band. Listen to that. You better believe it. Hey, yes, so indeed. if you have, if you did, if you missed the inaugural show last week, make yourself an appointment. Do yourself a favor. Come out, meet Josh Minkins Jr. Watch him sign to be the next local star for the University of Louisville. Come out, meet the band, meet the you know, meet everybody for main event. You will not be disappointed because ain't no party like a main event party because that main event party definitely never stops. Yes, indeed. So, you know, do that. So I had to give a shout out. It was an amazing venue. It was an amazing event. The band killed it. Rail on the freestyles was killing it. Lit it up. He was killing it. So absolutely do that. We we do everything a little bit different in the main event sports show. We want to be different. We don't want to be like everybody else. So, you know, hopefully you guys feel that and you will definitely feel that if you come out on Wednesday night. The live show is always, anytime we are able to get out, we are the radio station for the people. We're the world's most dangerous sports show. Your reason why we're so dangerous? Boys of radio. You better believe it because we give the power back to the people. We get it. Listen, this dude sound like a politician. Absolutely, man. <laughs> so come on out. But you know what? Talking so about. No, so in November. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you head to your voting booth, vote main event sports show. <laughs> hey, you know how it is, man. Come on. Uh, but before I hit up this next break, I do want to say one of our local stars uh, from out in the county, Bardstown High School, made their way down to Louisville Trinity High School and got to see J.J. Trainer, a young man who just signed with the University of Louisville from Bardstown, son of former Louisville great. Jason Osborne, the Wizard of Oz himself, uh, the former male standout. Uh, Jason was in the building last night to check out his son's game. Of course, Denny Crum was in the building. Derek Anderson was in the building. Uh, so, you know, there was some of the who's who's of Louisville basketball there last night taking a, uh, watching J.J. come out there. And let me just tell you, um, for anybody who's wondering if this kid is, quote-unquote, good enough to play in the ACC, if they wonder if he's, quote-unquote, good enough to play for the University of Louisville, absolutely. Um the stat line was not humongous, 10 points, 8 boards, 3 blocks, okay? He has a very good team around him, um, some very nice guards on that team. They they don't basically give the ball to him. It's not one of those, how they say on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, give the ball to Will. Remember right, that episode right. he's playing ball? It's not give the ball to J.J. and move, okay? He has a team, so he's just a very good player on a good team. The young man stands about 6'9", probably only weighs about 150 pounds, very wow. skinny, Um that's, but that's a good problem to have. But son. his his skills <laughs> right, right. Uh, but his skill set for his size is tremendous. Nice, very very quick. 
um, has feet like a guard. Moves reminds me very much so of Ray Spaulding, who just came through nice. Louisville a few years ago. So it sounds like um, he has a, a, a humongous upside. Tremendous upside. Shoots the ball very well. I watched the young man warm up for about 20 minutes before the game. All he was doing was working on his dribble pull-up. Excellent shooter. Um, hit two threes in the game last night. Um, very quick. He was, of course, this is high school basketball, so he's getting triple teamed. Uh, you know, he's basically the uh, uh, focus of everybody's defense. So he does the right things. He brings the ball up the court. I saw him rebound the basketball, dribble the ball up the court, get the team into his sets. James Boo Brewer, the former Louisville uh, standout as well, is the coach of Bardstown. He's doing a wonderful job with him. You can tell he's been worked with. Um, and I love the fact that Bardstown is allowing him to to do what he does. He is a big man with guard skills, and they allow him to play the guard position. Gotcha. So I love it. Um, J.J. was excellent. Um, you know, If you have any questions about J.J. or any of the other recruits or anything going on with recruiting, give us a call, 8150-939. I, loved, I always love talk recruiting. Uh, my cues. My mentor, InsideTheVille.com, that's where I got I, I kind of cut my teeth was as a football and basketball recruiting analyst. Um, so I always love talking about the game, but I just want to let everybody know that J.J. Trainer is the real deal. That young man, I believe he's ranked around number 75 uh, in the latest uh, rankings by 247 Sports. He's absolutely on the way up like mm-hmm. a rocket. Uh, so, so that young man is getting better and better and better. And by the time he gets to the University of Louisville, I can't wait to see where he's going to now. Uh, but you know what? You're listening to Derby City Game Day 93.9. The Ville, Rashawn, William, Big Money Mitch behind the glass taking care of you, uh, playing our wonderful beef tunes for Middays with Marcus Maybe. Y'all, y'all should see my face right So now. let's see yeah, what we like, got now. Marcus, I hope you're listening. Yes, indeed. To the main event. Yeah. We'll be back. Welcome back into the main event sports show. All right, all right, all right. I may I may have misspoke. We said hit him up may have been the most vicious, vicious diss record, yes. beef record in history. That was Ice Cube's No Vaseline. That might be the closest. That's second. pretty vicious. <laughs> that was pretty vicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. We we might be saving the best for last. We might be saving the best yeah. for last. <laughs> we, might, we might be saving the best for Y'all last. Just don't, hey. So you know you got to stay tuned. You got to stay tuned, Mister Maven. And I'm, I'm gonna keep calling Mister because uh, you know it's, uh, what Rick Ross, Rick Ross had a big diss record last year. Idols become rivals. Uh, yes, I should have threw that one in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, Mister Maven, these are for you, sir. I, I know they, they they're already prepping, so I'm pretty sure they're listening. So I, <laughs> I, I, I I expect they're gonna have something to say when they come on. It's it's hilarious, man. But you know, Marcus and Steve, man, those are guys that. Um, you know, we we always have chats with it, especially at the football games. Uh, we we oh, sit yeah, right really, there next really to each other. Oh yeah, really, really good dudes. Y'all know this is definitely all in fun. Good, good, good dudes, but you fun. know what? Today and we left these notes here last week for a reason. Exactly. We thought y'all might need a little help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, what I'm saying we just yeah, just trying to help you out a little bit. You know, he talking about my organization. Now I'm a military man, so you know I like to have everything straightened in the line. Yes, That's what indeed. we do. Yes, you know what I'm saying nice States Marine Corps. Shout out, hoorah! Yes, indeed. Twenty six, twenty one. 
Kenya, Hawaii. Okay, uh, okay. Show off. Show yes, sir. Off. Yes, sir. Uh, but you know what? Getting back into it, first of all, got to give a huge, huge shout out to our man, Lamar Jackson. Thursday oh, night football. Big time. You know, people were like, is Lamar going to play? <laughs> you know, are they going to hold him out? We heard he has a quad injury. <laughs> you know, Lamar comes out and says, I don't know what y'all talking about. I feel wonderful. What is the deal? Look. Every stage you put this man on, oh, 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 Monday night football. Oh, yeah, they oh, going to get him. <laughs> they going to get him. He's not going to be ready. Like, LeBron is like Sunday, Monday, Thursday. Like, what, <laughs> what difference does it make? We give, You want a Wednesday night game? Like Five touchdown five. passes. Five. Okay, five, five. That was the same, same, same number as from his Monday night game. And you know what? He Once like, again, you know, another game where his backup comes in. I want to know what's the record for most games where your backup comes in because you beat the team down beat so, bad. so bad. Yeah. That doesn't happen in the NFL. Okay, that literally never happens in the NFL unless you're maybe Baltimore. in the last <laughs> right. You know, like, unless you're Baltimore. Baltimore. I mean, it's unbelievable the way. I mean, they're going out and running teams like college squads. I, I, it's crazy. Oh, in a major way. I mean, so, you know, I, I was very excited to see that, um, you know, L- Lamar came out there, uh, showed and proved once again, even though I'm going to have to give a shout out to, uh, um, oh, what, what's the, the, the uh, Troy Aikman. He was on the call. Uh, he was the color man um, on Thursday night. He was throwing a little shade at Lamar. He, he was throwing a little bit of shade. I don't know if he's going to do this, and I don't know if he can do that. And, and it's funny because now it's a lot more understated shade. Like, they don't go out and make big pronouncements anymore, but they still make little comments in the way in which they talk about and look, it. And here's the translation, folks, for those of you who don't understand player hatred. That's a language, in case y'all didn't yes. know. That's a yes. language. In case you don't know player hatred, if, you, if, that's, if that's not your native tongue, what he's saying, what Troy Aikman was saying is, well, I couldn't do it, so I don't think he's going to be able to do it. <laughs> it <laughs> that's that was, the translation. That's the one thing that, you know, I, I know that people would say, well, you're trying to Nick Pitt, but you know what? I want people to stop trying to put limits on what Lamar's doing. And, and you know, Lamar goes out and runs and gets hit one time running the football, and yes, they're like, indeed. see, that's we, what we, we talked about. You. Shot, listen, I'm, y'all, you, you, you all may not know, Hampton, Virginia is my hometown. Yes. Also the home of Allen Iverson and Mike Vick. Yes. Okay. Major shout out to Mike Vick, who handed over the baton to Lamar Jackson. Yes. As Lamar broke his record on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Graciously, graciously spoke on that young man and how well he's doing. Absolutely. That, is, that, that shows character. That shows a lot of character. Absolutely. Congratulations, young man. Yeah, Excellent hey, job. It was awesome. I mean, Vic's doing the, doing the right thing. And I mean, he even gave a shout out to Lamar when Lamar was still at UofL. And he said, Lamar Jackson's already better than I already was in college. Him, and right. he said that while he was at Louisville. He didn't wait for him to have success in the pros. Michael Vick has been giving it up to Lamar since day one. And that's that's appreciation. That's love. Did you show the clip respect. when he dedicated that cleat to him? It's a it's a new cleat. Oh, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Oh man, it's a Lamar Jackson cleat. And oh wow. It's red. The, the, the writing is red on one side. Yes. And per and Baltimore, it's Louisville red on one side and Baltimore purple on the other side. Oh, that's nice. Oh, it's sickening. Really. And Mike 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 Vick is riding in the back of SUV. It's like a commercial. Yes. And he's explaining the cleat. Okay. And I, it's a dedication to Lamar Jackson. Hey, that's it's insane. Awesome. I mean, it's it's that that, that love that the NFL. Greats, the Hall of Famers, and are starting to put out there to Lamar is none short of amazing because he's going to be a 22 year old MVP. He's going to be the youngest MVP since Jim Brown. Yes, indeed. Okay, he's going to be the youngest MVP since Jim Brown. So I mean that that when you think about that, so basically in the modern era of football, there's never going to be anybody as young as what Lamar Jackson was. And notice able he to said do. he's going to be like this is it's a done. wrap. Absolutely, it's a wrap. He could set out the last two games of the season. It's it's a wrap. You know, 
Hey, and, and by the way, we we got a text in. Somebody sent in a text that said, damn, no Vaseline? Oh, man. <laughs> Right? Hey, you know what? Look, look, look. If y'all, if y'all watch it live, look at my face. <laughs> huh? What, what, what? What? Hey, they don't call us the world's most dangerous sports show huh? for a reason. Now, come let, on. Let, let me add them. Look, look. Hey, even if I had to back that one, put them up. Put them up. <laughs> so we have a call coming in. We got David on the line. David, how you doing this morning? Hey, what's up, fellas? I, I just I listened to you guys and uh, on the topic of throwing shade. Did y'all catch Troy Aikman when he uh, when Lamar threw that dime in the end zone? Absolutely. Perfect pass. Oh, and it was amazing pass. Him, so I hang up and listen. Hey, hey, David, I appreciate that. No, no. Ab- thank and you that's, for your call. Yeah, thank, thank you for the call. And that's what I'm talking about because, like I said, you can't be overt with it now. But now it's just the little comments right. that you make. Right. And Troy Aikman, you know, well, you know, there's some dump offs and, you know, you, you're doing this, you're doing that. And then literally, immediately as he says that, Lamar throws a dime. He, in fact, threw two dimes. He threw oh, one man, he threw to Hollywood two. Brown and he threw one to, um, I believe it was uh, number 11. I can't think of the young Seth Roberts um, threw the, two dimes. Which one was the one with the feet, the feet shuffle in the back of the that? That's that was the Hollywood Brown. Brown. Oh, man, that was amazing. I thought they were gonna call that one back. Like so, so to, for people that say, oh, "Okay, well, he's only throwing these dink and dunk passes." Are you paying attention to what the young man's doing? The Baltimore Ravens, if you look at their yards per completion. Okay, they're in the top three in yards. I believe they're averaging like 19 yards per Something ridiculous. Dude, they are breaking every record. In, in, in one season, how many records have they broken this season alone? Oh, several. Well, and right. they're, on, several. They're, on, they're on course to break their season, the, the season record for the, the uh, most rushing yards. Yes. Uh, yes, by ever, a team ever average. in a sixteen game season. Yes, average, average, average they're averaging over two hundred yards a game it's, rushing. It's, it's insane. It's unbelievable. Look, and, and and let's not forget, he should have had six touchdown passes. Remember the one he oh, overthrew yeah. when the oh, guy yeah. was, he had his t- a tight end that was wide Absolutely. open. It should have been six. So yeah, <laughs> just don't know, man. This kid, it's, he's amazing. Hey, and, and you know what? We're gonna go hit right back to the phone lines as well. We got Kevin on the line. Kevin, how you doing this morning? What's up, fellas? What's going on? Oh man, I just my buddy told me about this show. I just now caught it, and then I recognized your voice. I uh, I said, I think I said I was sitting by you guys at the spring game the last time we had one. So it's oh, glad you guys got the show and still doing good. Man, you me tell you the biggest uh, biggest problem Lamar has got right now. Please tell me <laughs> production. Yeah, on his website. All everything sold out, man. I uh, I didn't even I didn't even realize he had an apparel company. And Mark Ingram said something about it. You know, you know, mentioned his name when he was going through all the different names he calls Lamar, and he said AKA uh, Era Eight Apparel. So I got on there and looked. So I was at the barbershop and I was showing my barber. I said, "Oh man, you know, Lamar's got some nice little stuff here." And, you know, they were still available. Only a couple of things were sold out. Then I got back on it last night. Everything on the website sold out, even the socks. Wow. But, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm glad to see him taking, uh, you know, controlling his own brand like that. And, I was going to say, he's that, doing that, the big that, baller that, brand that can, thing, huh? He's yeah, doing yeah, that. that, that could, but he's got some cold shirts, though. Get on there. It's uh, Arrow, Era 8 Apparel. Era 8 Apparel. Nice stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dope. Hey, okay. Hey, Kevin, All appreciate right. that, man. Thank you, man. All Have right. a good one. Yeah. Now, let me say this because I, I don't think uh, enough credit is has is being given to Lamar Jackson's offensive line, his receivers, oh, absolutely. his tight ends. Oh, my gosh, those dudes. 
Ingram. His, his, Ingram. Center, his center is is out for the season. Okay, and then Ronnie Stanley, maybe the best left tackle in football, was out last game. So he was down two of his starting linemen on Thursday night. It didn't even matter. It didn't even matter. And, and it's and that, that's a testament to how much these guys the are working. Yeah. The depth, the talent, and just how much they believe. Like I've never seen a team kind of rally around one guy the way they are rallying around this man. How about right the now. number of receivers that scored touchdowns? Absolutely. Throw it was on, it I mean, five? Abs- no, a four. It was four. 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 It was Out four. Out of the five touchdowns, four different receivers. I mean, so look, everybody eats. B. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody eats. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's amazing what they're doing it's amazing like i have not watched a team offensively put an assault on the nfl like this since randy moss and chris carter that that right. when, when they had randall cunningham robert smith uh jake reed all those guys that's the last time i remember an offense like this i mean you can talk about maybe the uh the st louis rams um of marshall falk that group was was pretty devastating but when you talk about pure talent and just physical beat you up and just dominate you um i have not seen something like this uh since that uh, minnesota vikings team uh which was not short and, about and to our last call and shout out to everybody listening in this morning we're on early this morning we're typically on from 11 to noon on yes. saturday so today we were on because of the pregame show we were on from 10 to 11 so be sure to check us out uh, on 93.9 from 11 to noon unless unless we stayed otherwise on our social media absolutely and we'll get into it more next week uh but you know big shout out to uh university of louisville uh football teams coach satterfield wins uh the coach of the year in the acc huge news for him they of course did get the invite to the music city bowl where they will be taking on mississippi state i know some people were upset because tennessee seemed to pull out of it at the last minute go to the gator bowl i don't really think it makes a difference uh, people that are worried about oh mississippi state's just going to run over louisville just like kentucky did i'm not ready to go that far yet um they don't have that quarterback run the way kentucky had with lynn Bowden. so um it's a completely no, different it's a d- completely different setup so i'm very excited about it the team seems to be very excited about it um so we'll be ready to uh get that rolling here but you know what it is about that time talk about it look I'm the end of the show, Look. the YBD Who's of the up? week. Dude, so, week. Mitch, if you wait. can, hit the music. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. Y'all knew it was coming. What do you, you want? You had to know this was coming. But you know what? They talked me out of it. They talked me out of it and they spared y'all. I'm going to let it ride. I'm going to let it ride. So, with that, with that being said, this week's YBD award goes to none other. Than the New York Jets. Oh, you big wow. dummy. Folks, following Thursday's night game in which they were demolished by Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, several players from the New York Jets lined up like they were at a Latchkey Kids fundraiser <laughs> and stood in line for signed jerseys from Lamar Jackson. <laughs> what do you want, you big dummy? Please have some respect about yourself, fellas. I mean, literally a line of New York Jets players holding their jerseys. Like, just I can't wait. I heard, I heard Mr. a, Jackson, a, a, Mr. a Jackson. scuffle ensued over who was in line first. I mean, where where is the pride in, in, in a loss, you know? So you, as soon as you lose, you run across the field to get in line. Hey. But that does not account my man James Burgess, former Louisville linebacker playing for the Jets. He finally got his opportunity. He deserved to get Lamar's jersey. So he shout out to James Lamar's Burgess, jersey. man. That, well, those I, are teammates. I heard next weekend Lamar's handing out jock straps. <laughs> so y'all make sure you that y'all there for that, too. Have some pride about yourself. Hey, that, 
They, the song said bow down to the ones that's greater than you. Hey, yeah, yeah, I so guess. So ma- maybe that's what they're doing. I guess. They're bringing look, the offering, man. We about what to do you sign want, out you this dummy? show with, oh my gosh, look, ain't no beef like this beef right here. Hey, Mitch, play the greatest be, uh, diss track of all time, please, to, to close us out. Play it's Nas's Ether. Have a good weekend, folks. Marcus, <laughs> Steven. Shout out to Chef's Cut. We love you guys. Shout out to Trinity. But Shout you know out what? to Encore. This one's for you. Yes, hey. indeed. And like we like to end every show, my brother. Yes, Without indeed. any struggle. There is no progress. Peace. The views or opinions expressed on this show are those of the producers and or persons appearing on this show. They do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Union Broadcasting or ESPN Louisville. UPS is currently hiring package handlers for its preload operation. Earn $13 an hour and receive up to $250 in weekly attendance bonuses while working up to a career as a package car driver. In as little as six months, you could have an opportunity to connect with customers and build lasting relationships in the community. Future you looks good in brown. Apply now at upsjobs.com or text brown to 33588. That's brown to 33588. Bluegrass Karting and Events now has the fastest go-karts in Kentucky and axe throwing. Grab your co-workers, family, and friends and make a night of it with our new full bar and food menu. Bluegrass Karting and Events is Louisville's premier high-speed entertainment destination online at bluegrasskarting.com.